0: feeling about this welcome to episode 403 of blue harvest I'm your host, Hallways, Hallways, Hallways,
1: Hallways,
0: Hallways, Hallways Burkhart, though, Halls Burkhart. And I'm your host, Will Wood. Oof, That's a rough landing there, buddy. Came in for a rough landing.
1: <laughs> hey, man, turbulence is getting worse out there. It's not your fault. <laughs> no, nah, man.
0: Nah. Um, so, buddy, we're recording another uh, on another Wednesday. We recorded on Wednesday last week, so... No voicemails or anything. People usually get those in on Thursday, so we're just going to bullshit for a little bit. Not a ton of stuff. My favorite. Yeah. Um, But before we get into all that, um, you guys should go to blueharvest.rocks or myweirdfoot.com for all your Blue Harvest needs. Find links to all our social media, um, our Twitter, our Twitch, and our Instagram. Speaking of Twitch, uh, been streaming a lot over there. Twitch.tv/slash Pod. Will comes to hang out. Steve comes to hang out. Jeff comes. Everybody comes to hang out. It's a good time. Uh, we got a real big stream on Friday, the day this comes out, June second, for the Street Fighter VI release, and we've got some special guests lined up that I'm very excited about. That's all I'll say about that. Mm. <laughs> um, and. You'll find a link to our Patreon where you can support us if you enjoy the show. For as little, three, as little as $3 a month, you get access to our exclusive RSS feed where we put our episodes up early, you know, depending on your de- definition of early. It could be a day, it could be a couple days, could be a few hours, but, um, and all our bonus shows over there as well. Cooking Willville, right. Oh No, It's Also, you guys know what all those bonus shows are star wars year by podcast which we got a new episode of It's real fun um and once again that's patreon.com slash blue harvest podcast and thanks to all our patrons you guys are the best absolutely so buddy how's your week been
1: um it's been crazy, crazy
0: busy yeah kids are on summer vacation now right yeah kids are on summer
1: vacation my mom was helping for a little bit, and then uh, her husband got sick, so oh. she's been out of the picture, and it's just been solo. But uh, it's fine; it's fine enough. I gotcha. I'm going through It's uh, the juggle is keeping everybody happy at the same time. It's uh. Uh, when it's like making one happy, and then the another one is unhappy. Oh goodness! And you just constantly play round robin on who's upset. Everybody calm down, please. Mm.
0: Um, so, uh, last week we recorded early because, uh, I went to see Paramore in Atlanta on Thursday Mm -hmm. and it was awesome. Awesome. Um, Um, I'll say this, uh, I, it's, it's goofy to say, but I am a little proud of myself for doing it because I was super anxious. I've never been to a concert by myself, especially not one at like a huge arena, Mm-hmm. I had a lot of anxiety leading up to it, but I got it done. Um, and my stupid, fucked-up brain, I'm sitting in my car in the parking deck. All I got to do is get out, get my chair, get to my seat, right? My stupid mm-hmm. brain goes, you know, you could just turn around and drive home. You don't have to go in. Ooh. But I didn't. I didn't listen to it. And That's good. Man, did I have a good time. It was really it
1: there's a disney movie called luca and that's and the one of in there they're like that's having a bruno you gotta um, shout down the bruno
0: really what is okay so what is i'm gonna be 100 percent honest with you buddy i've not seen that movie but people mm-hmm. at my job constantly refer to bruno in relation to that so what
1: well in Luca, there's Encanto, though. Like we don't talk about Bruno. That's that may be what they are more referring to, because that was probably more popular, pop culture wise, from Encanto. Oh, okay, okay. And and in that, Bruno is uh, he is a son of a magic family, and he has the gift of visions, like fortune telling. But sometimes people don't like it, you know, when you tell their fortune or you give a fortune that people don't like and he goes into hiding and then people just don't talk about him. You know, he becomes oh. the black sheep of the family that people just don't talk about. Weird. Okay. So hence, though, we don't talk about Bruno.
0: Oh, I'll be damned. Now,
1: if they are referencing Luca, uh, that Bruno is just it's that voice in your head telling you that this
0: is probably not a good idea. So you just shout him out <laughs>
1: until you
0: well, just do what the I, thing that you're scared of. I ain't talked to Bruno. I ain't listened to Bruno. I went in and had a good time.
1: That's good. Uh, That's what you needed to do.
0: And then, uh, like, I made really, so, you know, before when I had my, um, what used to be my main job but became my second job for, you know, um, almost a year after I started the job I do now, um, I drove a lot, right, for my job and since then i don't drive hardly ever like i drove to treatment twice a week um and that was kind of it unless i needed to run to the gas station or something right right Um,
1: do you miss the car is that kind of nice
0: so that's what i was gonna say like on thursday you know like i was like look don't be anxious you've wanted to see this band for so long just get in the car and go so i got my shit done you know took a shower shaved and everything jumped in the car and it was like a delightful ass drive like the um the weather was super nice um i managed to get into atlanta not during balls ass busy rush hour traffic and got because like the state farm arena where it is is like right smack in the middle of downtown right by the cnn center absolutely (laughs) um so I didn't even run into really bad traffic, you know, you know, normal Atlanta traffic, but not like the crazy Atlanta traffic. And then when the concert was over, I got in my car and got the fuck on the highway, didn't hit any traffic on the way home, made it home in real good time. Like it was just an all around good trip. And I, I was like, yeah, I do miss driving because I've always liked driving. When you got to do so much of it for work, you know, it becomes a bit of a bummer. Um, But yeah, that's the first probably longest trip i've taken since i went to see my family at christmas probably so um oh man speaking of i just enjoy driving i mean i still do kind of really yeah i bet you it's different when I you a all much. the kids right yeah. yeah oh yeah um speaking of my family so i'm gonna go be seeing i'm gonna go see them next month on the fourth because i have that day off um And my mom, so for all those Mama Burkhart fans out there, she's been coming by my stream, right? She's been coming and hanging out, which, of course, is very sweet and very supportive. People love seeing her and interacting with her. She's Mama B in Uh in, uh, the Twitch chat. But her favorite thing to do is roast her eldest son like she just immediately fell into the groove of like oh so we watch him play video games and roast him right Mm -hmm. and boy does she like it she's good at it
1: (laughs) she's good at it
0: she's good at it the other day she was like you know you'd probably be better if you weren't sitting around playing so many video games and we're out trying to meet some women and i was like oh "Oh, yeah all right mom yeah you 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 clearly know me real well that's how (laughs) i operate all right mom thanks for the roasting thanks appreciate it um can i will can i tell the foo fighter story you can yeah because i i i love telling this story because it encapsulates the fucking delightfulness of my buddy will witten here okay so i don't think that's the case i think so so um last wednesday i had to work normally i'm on I'm off on Wednesday but I, you know, traded my shifts around. <laughs> so I'd be off on Friday after the Paramore concert. Turned out like, I mean, I got home before I would normally even go to bed, so it wasn't even a huge deal. But um uh and like there's some uncertainty with my job right now. Um might be getting laid off. I won't know for like another month or so. It's stupid. Um damn. Like and I find this all out the day I have my last treatment for now, right? Which I haven't really talked about yet because it makes me a little, uh, I'm a little uh, superstitious about it because Uh we still don't know if it was like successful, right? Right. I got to have some tests and stuff done and that'll either mean I need more treatment or different treatment or I'm done or whatever, right? Right. So that Tuesday, I'm like, okay, cool. At least I, I have this done for now. If I have to have more, at least I get a break. I come home and shit's immediately weird at work, and I'm fucking stressed out about that. And then I have to work on Wednesday when there's like this big all hands on deck meeting where they sort of like officially let us know what's up, you know that they're quote unquote restructuring, and a lot of people aren't going to have a job and all that bullshit. So I have a awful cup of day, couple of days, and I get off work and I'm making some dinner, hanging out around the house, and Will calls me. Now, Will and I communicate all the time. We communicate through text message. We communicate, you know, every Wednesday or Thursday when we record. We rec- and then we communicate over, like, Discord or Xbox chat if we're hanging out playing games, right? Will and I don't necessarily make phone call like old-school phone calls to each other, right? Wouldn't you say, like, we do, but it's not the most common. We, yeah, we, it we happens, it. but it's not common. So I'm like, oh, I wonder what Will's calling me about. <clears throat> and, you know, we had plans to record that night. So answering, answer, and he's just like, hey, how you doing? And I was like, ah, you know, a little stressed, hanging in. And he goes, hey, uh, what are you doing June 16th? Can you get that day off? And I was like, um, I mean, I can try. I You know, if anything, I may be able to trade hours around or something. And I go, why? And he goes, well, um, because the Foo Fighters are playing in Birmingham on June 16th. Now, I knew this. Foo Fighters are one of my favorite bands. Um, Thing is, that thing sold out real fast before I could even get tickets. I was actually having a procedure that morning that the tickets went on sale. And I went and looked for them when I got home. They were sold out. And so I relay this information to Will. And then Will drops on me that he's been doing a fucking secret rebel mission plan to secure two tickets. So how did this go about, buddy? I'm super curious about this part of the process.
1: Um, my wife came from a circle of friends that used to go to shows frequently. Mm-hmm. And at one point, you make friends with people that go to shows frequently but also work in the industry so you have someone that works at a ticketing office and then they know somebody that's the head of the ticketing office at this specific installation. Um, they, this dude reserved a crop of ADA tickets, like just off the bat, like as for an emergency, I guess is what he does. Um, and then I guess it, it distributes them as he needs them. And so like, he told me that we're good, but the um the thing may not come through till like two days before the concert, like in your email. I got. And you. I was like, I was like, that is cutting it close, my man. He's like, yeah, that's just kind of the way it works, you know. And I'm like, I all right, like, I'm I'm tr- I, I'm trusting you, you know.
0: I'm trusting and believing. I gotcha. They're like, you're good. Okay, so. He tells me this, and I'm like, holy shit. And he's like, yeah, I don't want to pull the trigger on the tickets until I know you can get it off. So I book it into my office, log into my work computer. Sure enough, I'm able to schedule that day off. And then my favorite part of the story, because it just shows you the kind of dude Will is. This is like just fucking charming and delightful. He goes, okay, so we're good. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, is it cool if I go with you? you you, fuck yeah buddy it's cool yeah of course it's cool if you go with me who wants to ingratiate
1: themselves on a gift of tickets you know like you might have a lady or somebody (sighs) that you want to take with you and that's totally cool with me like that's
0: okay first off you know if that was the case then that's very cool of you to be like yeah you know but also you know that's not the case and secondly. The gift is getting to hang out with Will. The Foo well, Fighters is just a fucking that. cool bonus. Very cool bonus it. that I'm very excited for. Yeah. But um uh yeah, I just I I think that is so funny. Like yeah, of course. That's like a dream scenario. You're going to come to Birmingham, we're going to hang out and we're going to go see the Foo Fighters. Fuck yeah, let's yeah. do it.
1: Something else <laughs> happens that day that we make and do earlier in the day. What? I can't remember. Like maybe some movie. Like maybe the Ninja Turtle movie comes out or something.
0: Ooh, it's not Indiana Jones, is it?
1: It might be. It might be some movie comes out that day. And I was thinking to myself, huh? If I get there early enough, maybe we can do the movie and then the Foo Fighters. Oh my god! But I, I'm, I forget what movie was coming out on June 16th. Um, that I thought you and I might want to see.
0: I'm looking right now. Uh, The Flash.
1: The element. Flash.
0: Was that it? that was probably it i gotcha um yeah indiana jones is the end of the week or the end of the month um so yeah will and hall's gonna be hanging out going to see the foo fighters i am so excited um man i can't wait so thank you buddy i mean i know i've already thanked you but yeah thank you for letting me to tell tell that story because I've told yeah. it on stream um, already. It's just—it's such a good story. I love that story. Well, um,
1: so I think you—I think you think better about that story than I do.
0: Why? I don't know. I think it's a very—I think like I don't—I don't see why I shouldn't think well of that story.
1: I guess I just don't find it charming.
0: I do. Um,
1: I and, think if you give somebody tickets, you shouldn't just expect that.
0: Well, They're yeah, but take like
1: you they could have anybody else that they would want to take and they were viewed totally within their rights. No, not me. As a gift to take whoever they wanted.
0: Um so buddy, uh first thing I want to talk about, probably the biggest, most important um story of the week, in my opinion. Uh so you know, you and I both know that like, okay, Star Wars is it's like they like to say it's fake and in space, right? Right. But there's real Sith out there, right? Like we've all run into someone who's just a Sith ass motherfucker, right? Right. Yeah. And then there's those people who are undercover Sith. They make you think they're a good guy, then you they fucking you know destroy the Republic or whatever. Right. Well, a good friend of ours had the opportunity to come face to face, face to face with such a undercover Sith. And uh we have video of it. Do you want to see this? Yeah please. Okay I would go. love to see it. What a great way to start off the week. Absolutely. And right now we're here with uh, Sal Perales from the Saber Guild at host of Lightsaber Academy. And Sal you're gonna oh get banned a lightsaber training lesson, right? It's all yours, sir. That's right. All right. So uh Jedi weapon of defense. First yes. we want to stand up. I'm gonna go to right field on, field on this stance. one. There you go. Yeah 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 uh-huh. now block in front of you Strike and give a strong force push. You know how unthreatening we look right now. It's absolutely amazing. They, I, you look amazing. Thank you very much, Sal. We appreciate it. If you want to have the family uh, to get their own lesson in wielding a lightsaber, go to the website below, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow for more excitement. Don't go anywhere. You heard me. Yes. Yeah. Bruh. that is amazing. Isn't that so fucking Sal. cool, Sal? On. The set of uh, Wheel of Fortune with Vanna Pat and. Pat Jack and Vanna White. Now, let me tell you, I think it is no coincidence that they gave old Pat Sage Jack that red lightsaber. That motherfucker yeah, yeah. said, look at him. Look at that look, He's, that evil he was, look. He was playfully crabby. Mm-hmm, well, you know, even old pa- Papa Palpatine couldn't keep up the uh, the ruse for too long. And, and so. What I now listen, I got Sal didn't tell me this information. uh, You know, a Republic source told me that shortly after they filmed this, like you can see right here, you see that look on Sal's face looking at Pat? He said, Holy fuck, he's a Sith. He just realizes it, right? But he's trying to play as cool. So, what I hear happen was uh, just a couple hours after this, Sal and a couple other Jedi. Uh like Drew Carey and Bob Barker. Oh okay <laughs> like showed up the Ghost
1: to... of Bob Barker. Is... Force oh, Ghost Bob... Bob Barker. Wait, did
0: Bob is Bob Barker no longer with us? Oh he's dead. No. Oh Bob Barker's way dead. No. No, he's still alive.
1: Oh no way. Are you yeah. serious?
0: He's ninety nine years old.
1: I could have sworn he's, Bob Barker was he's dead. He's the
0: fucking Yoda equivalent of game show hosts.
1: He really is. You yeah. can't kill that man.
0: No, nah, he's still alive. Bob Barker is still with us.
1: Man, legend.
0: Well, anyway, old Bobby Barker, uh, Drew Carey, and Sal showed up to um, his office. Darth Sajak's office and, and had mm. a confrontation with him like in Revenge of the Sith. So, listen, I just, I don't know if we have any regular Wheel of Fortune uh, viewers. If you tune in next week and his face is all melty, that's because of Sal. He reflected a Sith lightning right back. (laughs) He said, no, no, no. You will buy a vowel. (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) Fucking stupid.
1: No, that's great.
0: (sighs) Ugh. not every bit goes a hundred you know
1: well they have you have to keep producing them this is the bit factory
0: yeah you know it's like when you you know when you go and look at i don't know you i mean i know you do this for like for liam and stuff but you know when i was like way into getting black series like if you go look at the black series at the store and there's more than one of a particular figure, you kind of check them all out and see which one has like the best paint application. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes
1: the best version. Yeah. On Cause the sometimes
0: shelf. like you might be looking for a general Hux and the only general Hux on the peg has like a third eye painted on it's it. It's like one. wish.com. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, some, that's the way our bets are sometimes, sometimes you get that like promo Hasbro black series figure that they use for all the product shots and then yeah. some, you get. Sometimes you get that Poe Dameron figure that everybody was memeing on a few years back. Um, the Oscar Mayer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, I mentioned sort of at the beginning of the the episode that Street Fighter Six comes out Friday. Very excited for it, man. Like I even designed new artwork for my fight stick and stuff. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Um, but it's also... You guys are so good at these games. Man, it's, a, it's because of a lot of practice. And I'm probably, honestly, out of the, the those of us that play, you know, most every weekend, Randy, Jeff, Steve, and myself, I'm the low man on the totem pole out of those dudes. Um, but I'm not bad. Like, I'm, I've got decent fighting games skills. But, like, Randy and Jeff are kind of bananas. Are they? Yeah. Um, I don't think I've gotten to fight them a lot. Well, hopefully that changes here soon. Um, yeah. Anyways, the other thing that comes out Friday that I'm really excited, if you get like the stupid edition, if if you get the regular edition, it comes out sort of early next week, is Diablo 4, right? So, Steve and I have been talking over on the Potion podcast, plug, plug, that this June um it's crazy for like big video game releases that we're excited about Street right. Fighter 6, Diablo 4 and um in about 3 weeks Final Fantasy 16 comes out. Huge oh, deal. Wow. For, yeah, huge deal for your old Pal halls. Um so what I needed to do was I needed to clear the deck, right? I've been trying to be a lot more um conscious about actually starting and finishing games this year and i've done okay you know i'm not gonna say i've done amazing right um but you know i've actually finished most of the games that i've purchased this year i'm actually updating my list right now because i've been forgetting Um, the fact
1: that you've completed as many as you have is impressive i've seen how many you've done i mean elden ring god of war I mean, those then themselves take forever.
0: Well, no, those were last year. This is the year of our Lord 2023. I've only beat four games so far though sure. Oh, can, okay. Um, no, actually, I can add another one. I thought one. we were talking like within the last year. No, 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 no. Since the beginning of this year. So I, I replayed see. Jedi Fallen Order to get excited for Survivor. I beat Resident Evil 4, uh, Like a Dragon-ish, and Scarlet Maiden, which is a spicy game that our buddy Rob gifted me on Steam. Mm-hmm. And... Just this past week on Monday, I beat Jedi Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Finally, beat it. Damn. Um, and at some point, Steve and I are going to try to organize like a uh, a crossover episode with High Potion, where we get some buddies that have played and beaten it, and you know we'll do one episode on High Potion and one on Blue Harvest. Um, and like, spoiler alert, not really. I love that game it was incredible like they did such a good job of taking the original which was a stellar game and just touching every part of that experience and taking it the next step up right um and it was just a very excellent star wars game experience (laughs) that being said Tuesday when I beat the game, I had maybe one of the most frustrating things happen to me that I've had in a game yet. Oh, Um, no. And I'm not letting this take away from my feelings of the overall game. I still love it. think it's incredible. But, okay, in this one, so, like, you know, there weren't really, like, side quests and stuff in um, Jedi Fallen Order. There were, like, little side stories and stuff you could – um discover and places you could explore but it wasn't like someone was like hey go here and do this or go get this thing for me or whatever right right that's different in survivor like there are um quite a few side quests and one of the side activities you can do is you can hunt bounties right and there's this really fucking cool character her name is cage she's a natolan like kit fisto and she wears a cad bane hat yeah is a little little on the nose you know she's the bounty hunter lady so she's got to wear the Cadbane hat whatever okay but like she hangs out in the cantina and you can go talk to her and she will give you um bounty hunting missions and you go hunt the person um and you get like a, a currency from her that you can then use to buy different upgrades and cosmetics and stuff for the record probably my favorite of the side activities Okay. And I'm someone, like, it's taking me so long to beat Jedi Survivor because I've been very meticulous about it and doing uh-huh. side activities when I open up new upgrades and can get to them, right? Because it works on sort of that Metroidvania, Rocksteady, Batman game flow where, you know, you'll be in an area and you'll see somewhere and you know you can't get there because you don't have, like, an upgrade or a force power. So uh-huh later in the game when you unlock whatever that is you can go back and explore areas you couldn't get to so i was literally on deck to finish the story and have the game 100 percent completed meaning like i had nothing to go back and clean up all the achievements done right right and i noticed as i was getting towards the end of the game that she stopped giving me bounty missions And I was a little concerned, but I was like, well, I don't know. Maybe they want you to have a couple of things to do after the story, right? Right. So I truck on through. I beat the story on stream. It's really good. Like, just, I can't say enough about this game. So I'm on stream, and people are like, go finish up the bounties. You should go finish up those bounties. And I was like, trust me, guys, that's what I'm going to go do. Turns out my game is glitched. And she will not give me the bounties that I'm missing.
1: Oh, no. Um,
0: So there are two achievements I have left to get, and both are related to those bounties. One is for, like, you know, finishing the bounty side story. And one is for scanning all the enemy types in the game. The enemies that I'm missing scans of are the bounty hunters that I can't get to. And I had a bunch of people, you know, like our buddy Fernando and Sean and Jeff was helping out, trying to help me figure it out. And they were like, well, you know, um, I was able to just go to the location where they spawn and they were there and I could just fight them that way. Did that, they're not there. And we started looking into it and it's a known issue. It's a known issue that some people's game just gets glitched and she won't give you those bounties. And it is... So frustrating. And I can only imagine. They said it's going to be fixed, you know, in a patch. And listen, my overall experience has been way better than some people's. I know. I know people that weren't able to play the game for like two or three weeks after it came out because the PC version was so busted. But yikes. It is so frustrating. And every day since Monday when I get off work, I sit down on my couch and I boot that game up and I just go, okay, I'm gonna go in there and she's gonna give she never gives me the bounty. She huh. never gives it to me, and it's so frustrating.
1: Oh I can only imagine.
0: Um so I'm hoping they patch that soon so I can finish that up because I hate having just those two things left to do. Um Absolutely. And it certainly, by the way, sets up for a third movie or not movie game. I, I'm, you know, it makes a lot of sense as it is. Um, but okay, I'm pretty sure they're going to wrap this up with a trilogy. And that'd be cool. It's, it's the rare instance in a game where, so the first game, right, Jedi Fallen Order, there's a very sort of lonely, desolate feeling to it. Like you've got your crew uh-huh. on the mantis, like Grease and Seer. And later marin that you hang out with um but it's not like they're out there doing missions with you like you land Yeah, for the
1: most part you're on your own
0: yeah and then if you run across other life forms it's hostile creatures or imperials right right this game like feels so alive like you have a hub planet called kobo and there's like a little frontier settlement there with a cantina and some shops and they introduce so many new characters and it's one of the few instances in video gaming where i've seen them increase the scale like this and Mm -hmm. a not bite off more than they could chew and things feel half baked and b introduce a lot of new characters to the cast who are all pretty fucking cool and interesting and quirky in their own ways that's Um, cool i can't say enough good things about that game even though i can't do the bounties um so the question becomes now so jedi survivor comes out this year right this year is the last year of the ea ea exclusivity for the star wars license now we know that lucasfilm games is continuing to work with ea in fact they already have two unnamed star wars projects in the works they have a first person shooter being developed by respawn and a strategy game being developed by respawn um Mm -hmm. seems like as far as ea is concerned respawn is their star wars developer which makes a lot of sense because they've knocked it out of the park twice now right um and then you know we we know there are announced Star Wars games on the horizon from other developers, right? Um, In June, uh, Ubisoft is going to be having like a games conference. You know, it's kind of that E3 time of year, even though E3 isn't going on this year. Seems like it may never go on again. Um, And I guess it's possible that we will see something about their Star Wars game there, but that's... You know, I think probably two years out still. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's a big open world game. The developer, um, Massive, that's the name of the developer. They're under the Ubisoft banner. They have an Avatar game that hasn't released yet. So they got to ship that, (laughs) right? Like, they got to ship that, and then Star Wars will be their next game.
1: Are they waiting on the next movie or something or they just so
0: that's the fucked up thing about that avatar game is it has been delayed multiple times and it was delayed every time old Jimmy Cameron delayed the second avatar movie in right. the I the the way it was presented is they were waiting to release it alongside the second movie well the second movie came and went and that that uh game did not release um so I that's don't know
1: interesting as to why not i guess
0: yeah i mean you know uh, you gotta imagine those big open world games take a lot of work um i i honestly think we will probably see that game at the ubisoft presentation and and maybe even get a release date for that they may tease the star wars game but that game is not this year most likely not next year you know, okay. next year is the earliest possible year we could start seeing Star Wars games developed by studios other than EA associated studios. Great. And then like, you know, the the third game in the Jedi series, whatever follows up, Jedi Survivor, is three to four years away at this point. First one came out in twenty nineteen, this one came out in twenty twenty-three, and it had gotten delayed a little bit too internally um and then one smaller public delay you know probably due to covid and stuff so right. i don't know what the next star wars game is going to be i know there's that star wars hunters game that's coming out to pc and switch that keeps getting delayed too um i don't know but <laughs> something did this was a, a long build up <laughs> to mention another star wars game that was announced um And that is the Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake, right? Remember when that was announced a couple of years ago at this point? Yeah. So there was some questions about that game when it was first announced. Um, Because it was announced as being developed by a company called Aspire. Now, Aspire is a video game company who so far have mainly been known for porting old star wars games to current consoles right so like if you go on your your console and you see how like you can download um episode one racer aspire is who ported that to xbox playstation pc right for the new release right so a lot of people were kind of understandably a little uh, confused or wondering like this is an awfully big project for this kind of studio to take on. And then sure enough, there was some reporting that they did a early presentation for what they had been working on and that Disney slash Lucasfilm games were not happy with it. That a, a spire got taken off the game. A new developer um, called uh, saber interactive got brought on. But long story short, there has been zero news, like hard, concrete news about the Knights of the Old Republic remake since it was first announced, right? Damn, yeah. (laughs) And um, there's this huge video game sort of conglomerate out there called Embracer Group. Um, By the way, Embracer Group's also who bought the rights to Lord of the Rings recently. Um, Oh my goodness. They are who... They're the parent company of of the studios developing that Knights of the Old Republic, so they're sort of the EA to the Respawn, right? Okay. Well, they had a um, investors call, and they put out this list, right, of games that are announced, and uh, as of May twenty fourth, twenty twenty three, and as being still um, in development, right. And sure enough, right there, sort of smack dab in the middle of the list of Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake. Um, it's a license, obviously, and its main development is listed as internal. This tells us nothing yeah. <laughs> other than they're telling investors that it's still in development. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I do not have the best feeling about this currently. Uh, I hope I'm wrong cuz I would love for it to be awesome. Um and apparently, you know, during that investors call, um you know, they they fielded questions from investors and one of the investors was like, "Hey, can you comment on the um development how development on the Knights of the Old Republic remake is going through uh going uh so far?" And the guy, like their CEO said, uh well, that's that's a great question. No comment. Okay. Oh wow. Cool. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Cold blooded. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know, buddy. I don't know that that is going to see the light of day. If it does see the light of day, I don't know that it's going to be that developer. It might end up getting passed off to somebody else and totally rebooted. Um, Which would be nuts. Yeah. I mean, it would, but at the end of the day, whatever they need to do to make sure that's as quality as possible, because there, I don't know that there could be a potential bigger backlash for a star Wars video game. Like you think the backlash for battlefront Two, the, the EA battlefront two was bad. Let them Mm -hmm. release a remake of Knights of the Old Republic that's doo doo. It would be real bad. There would be. Yeah, it wouldn't work out well for them. It it would not work out well for anybody involved. (laughs) So I hope they can get their shit together and get it out the door in a good state. Um, It just seems like there's a little bit, besides the respawn stuff, seems like there's a little bit of a Star Wars video game curse operating currently. You got that fucking asshole working on Star. What is that other one? Eclipse? One? Star Wars Eclipse that's got like the real shit bag that runs that company that's making that. You got right. the trouble with Knights of the Old Republic. Um so I don't know. I hope uh I hope it does come out. I will be interested to see what approach they take to that remake, too, right? Right. Um because <laughs> I love that first game and I do go back and occasionally play it, but it's cumbersome to play today. There, uh, there, There's a lot of sort of quality of life improvements that have been made in gaming since the release of the first one that aren't present in that, present in that game that become pretty apparent <laughs> when you start playing it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, And you know, like it, it looks a little rough around the edges, but I can get past that. That's, it's just the graphics of its time, right? It was stunning when it came out. Right. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what... It's hard to say because there's, of how little we have heard about that game, but um, I do kind of wonder what the... Um, I had I had a major fra- brain fart here, bruh. Um, what that game's going to look like if when they do or if they do remake it right because you could go very faithful and i'm sure story-wise they'll they'll remain very faithful but i mean even down to like the pseudo turn-based combat where you can pause and issue orders and stuff or they could go full-on final fantasy 7 remake yeah. and and make it more of like an action rpg title i don't know hmm. i hope it's good though
1: cool to think about
0: yeah, yeah, and that's all we can do because there's been zero said about this shit. Um. So we were talking about Indiana Jones earlier.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: dude, I there is such a funny fucking Harrison Ford quote going around right now, and it was so funny that I was like, "Oh, this is fake, right? This is just somebody memeing on the internet." But right. no, sure enough, it's real. So you know he's doing a lot of promotion for that Indiana Jones movie, and he's got a, a profile in Esquire um, currently. Okay. That's actually like a really good read. Like um, Harrison Ford is like a funny dude, right? Like yeah, he's and, got a good sense of humor, and he's very passionate about the things that he loves. Lots of talk about flying and shit.
1: I like say flying airplanes. Yep
0: but in one part of the article, this is a direct quote from him. And like, this is perfect. Um, they, I guess they asked him what the most common fan question he gets asked. And he said, it's who would win in a fight? Han Solo or Indiana Jones. And this is what Harrison Ford say, said, I said, me asshole. I don't want to fucking make up shit like that. I mean, what are you asking me that crap for? Is he saying he would whip both their asses? Is that what he's saying? No, he's saying like I would win because I'm both of them. I see. I see. I don't want to make I don't want to fucking make up shit like that. Ooh. You know the dude when he was uh uh interviewing him, talking to him for this profile, when he said that, he was like,
1: fuck got him. Like, oh.
0: I just hit gold, baby boy. Sheesh man he's got the grumpy old man thing down uh yeah and he's had the grumpy old man thing down for decades decades um I, look i know the initial impressions from like people that saw it at con or whatever weren't solid for that indiana jones movie but i'm still excited i'm still going to go see it Can't i mean worry. it's got to be better than the last one is all i can say ah <sighs> Could be. I don't know. I don't know. I, I've not read a review. I've just seen sort of the general consensus, right? Um, just because right. I don't care to read a review. I'll, I'll go watch it and see what I think. I want to see it
1: myself, yeah. And,
0: um. They, It's so crazy that they took so long um, in between the third and fourth movie because they really could have... There could have, uh, we should be sitting on like six Indiana Jones movies. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, they really should have not taken so long. And I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, they shouldn't have taken so long because he's old. Nah. Yeah, I mean, he's old, but he could still kick my ass.
1: It's more. You could have been developing other characters to lean on in a series instead of just Indy.
0: Oh, you know they put all four of the movies up on Disney Plus. Oh, really? This week. They also put up Young Indiana Jones. Okay. Which I watched a couple of episodes of as a kid, but I have by no means seen all of it. I'm certainly going to be watching through that series.
1: Absolutely. It's
0: it's one of those interesting, you know, Lucasfilm, George Lucas pieces of media that I haven't gotten to really fully take in right because right uh you know it's not been on streaming and stuff and i'm so fascinated to check it out like like i said i remember watching the premiere when i was a kid and being like i don't know that i really dig this um and then i've of course seen the scene cuz you know Harrison Ford is actually in an episode of Young Indiana oh, really? Jones have you ever seen this shit no Whew, it's awesome. is it really is it um, river phoenix no, 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 buddy. This was this was post River Phoenix no longer being around. Um, it's a couple of different act- actors because it's young Indiana Jones at different points in his life. There's like uh, okay. Young Young, and then there's like, you know, um I'm Not looking too, yeah. yeah. Okay, watch. Bro, I can't believe I found this so quickly. This is this is ha- this is Harrison Ford from Young Indiana Jones. Okay, let me turn the volume up a little bit, just a little bit. Here we go. Torio and Capone took over Colosimo's operation. That's when the bootleg wars really began.
1: It stops snowing. Maybe we- the pipe, please, gentlemen.
0: Then you can go back to your little weenie room.
1: My pistol is empty, Dr. Jones I don't like loaded weapons The pipe belongs to my people What are we going to do now?
0: They've got guns
1: (laughs) They've got the pipe
0: Well, things can't always be the way you want them to be Oh my they are. goodness. will so would you do our good listeners of a uh, favor here and describe what you just saw
1: so Indiana Jones and uh, the chief are sitting around a campfire reminiscing he's got himself a saxophone little baby saxophone Indiana Jones does Indiana Jones does and then the other guy has like a ceremonial arch- I got pipe artifact I guess Uh uh-huh. um, and, the, and Tweedledum and his goons walk in and take the pipe. And then uh, Indiana Jones is like, oh, well, oh, well, I'm going to sit here and play my saxophone. Nothing much I can do about it. And apparently they're in like a snow-covered cabin, and he blows the magical note mm-hmm. that drops the entire cabin's roof worth of snow down onto the villains as they're trying to leave. And uh, conveniently, the pipe is sticking out of the snow in the hand of a goon. Right.
0: So, Indiana Jones, <laughs> bearded used, Indiana Jones, bearded, by looking the way. slick by the way, with the beard. I might add. Yeah. Uh, Indiana Jones uses his saxophone playing abilities to cause snow to drop down on the goons so they can get the uh, the MacGuffin of the episode back from them. Yeah. They got him back for that. Dude. He owed somebody a favor. I don't know if I, George Lucas or Kathleen <laughs> Kennedy hit a body for his ass or... You know, and like he gave, gave a... the million-dollar McDonald smile right at the oh, end. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. <clears throat> the face he makes when he's pretending to play that saxophone, fucking haunts my dreams (laughs) that's like that's like saturday morning cartoon quality indiana Uh jones it is it is did you ever so you remember like when we were kids it was actually kind of popular to have like a a cartoon follow (laughs) a cartoon follow-up to a um like, a popular movie. Like, there was a, a Back to the Future animated series that took place after three. There was a... There was
1: a Godzilla animated series after the American Godzilla movie. There was. There, there was, was a Men in Black series after yep.
0: Men in Black. There was a Beetlejuice series. Um, there was a Ghostbuster series. Oh, and that shit is probably the best one of them all. I actually think that... I've not seen one, you know, in adulthood. Um, oh, shit. Okay um sorry didn't mean i that. have seen several of them and
1: some of them hold up better than others
0: well i was going to say i haven't seen any of the back to the future one in adulthood oh. but i remember liking it as a kid like quite yeah, a bit good. yeah um and sure enough will is 100 percent right if they made a indiana jones animated show that is exactly probably what the quality would have been <laughs>
1: I thought it was a, it was it was so cheese dick kinda of that I thought it was a Pepsi commercial. Like that smile at the end I thought he was about to hold up a Coke or something. That would have been real Ice cold
0: funny. coke. That would have been real funny. Um I am certainly going to check that show out though. If that's the quality oh, yeah. like if like that can't be like a a high mark for the series though, right? Like that's even gotta it's... be the that's gotta be the lead in to mm-hmm. whatever's next. Right. Right. For some reason, I have this vivid memory of the first episode because it's like, I feel like each um, episode is sort of bookended by older Indiana Jones, right? Like, all right, cool, Um, telling a story. Like it starts off with him being like, well, this one time I was hanging out with my buddy who was a chief and he had a pipe, and then the story plays, and then the end scene, you know, it's bookended, right? right um i have this vivid memory of the first episode being like a very old indiana jones right like very very old older than harrison ford is currently he's Interesting. like he's in like maybe the natural history museum he's walking with a cane and he has an eye patch
1: Ooh. so
0: sh- something real bad happened to indiana jones eye after holy moly after that uh
1: I like it when future versions ha- miss an eye. Yeah, right. For some reason, that's cool as shit. That's Something's very happening. 90s. Something's
0: happening. Something happened. Something happened. Um,
1: the kid from Reboot, when he got lost on the internet, he came back yeah. missing an eye.
0: Um, I was thinking, speaking of Reboot and kids being stuck on in the internet, I was thinking of this show. I can't even remember what it was, but it came out sort of during the heyday of the... Power Rangers craze. Remember when they started like Power Rangers hit and then there was a bunch of other series that tried to replicate that?
1: Oh um, man, there was the the Beetleborgs. Big bad Beetleborgs. And there was the Mystic Knights of Tirnanog, which were like Scottish uh-huh. Power Rangers or some <laughs> shit.
0: Yep. Well, there was also one and it came on the USA network where a kid would Warp himself into cyberspace inside of a computer, and he was like a armored up samurai Power Ranger looking guy that fought big kaiju monsters. Monsters. That's very cool. I can't remember it. The name of it for the life. Oh, I don't know. Um. Uh. All
1: right. What I remember about USA
0: was watching
1: Toxic Avenger cartoon. Yep. And the Wing Commander cartoon. That was what was so unique about USA's cartoons.
0: It's so crazy. And they USA also had a Street Fighter cartoon that was very bad and a Mortal Kombat cartoon that was very bad. Because um, I don't
1: remember so much, I guess.
0: The weird thing about that era of kids' cartoons to me, so sort of famously, back in the 70s, Kenner produced an alien like a 12 inch Xenomorph alien figure to promote, you know, to go along with the release of the first movie. And I think had plans to do like a whole line of figures. Right. Uh Uh-huh. And there was backlash because it was a rated R movie. You know, the Xenomorph is horrifying, blah, 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 blah. Right. Um, And as a result of it, that Kenner Xenomorph figure, very expensive. Uh Um, And then not too long later, when we were kids, it was nothing but cartoons based off of R-rated movies. There was a RoboCop cartoon. You remember that? I don't. Yeah, I do. There was a RoboCop cartoon. That, like you said, there was the um, the Toxic Avenger uh, cartoon, which, by the way, Toxic Avenger is more R-rated and more foul than RoboCop and Alien combined, bro. Right, but like, the
1: cartoon wasn't. Ro- One of no, the interesting no. things about Toxic Avenger was the premise of Toxic Avenger lent itself very well to like Saturday morning mm-hmm. cartoons.
0: Yeah. And- well, look how much this Kenner Xenomorph is. Almost two thousand dollars. Yeah,
1: two grand.
0: Nineteen seventy nine. Wow. Um. And. Uh, yeah, so that, like, we, there was a bunch of cartoons based off of what were our rated properties when we were a kid. At a certain point, they were just like, fuck it, do it, make all kinds. Con- because also in the 90s, you could get Predator and Alien figures, no problem. Yeah,
1: I think the Todd McFarlane shit had a lot to do with that, Spawn and all that. I like- think
0: so too, but I remember when, like, because I remember going in and seeing like Terminator 2 figures everywhere, right? There was like a huge right. toy line for Terminator 2, in R-rated Yeah, movie. of
1: course, yeah.
0: And it was after that, so e- even just a little bit before the McFarlane figure stuff really kicked off, yeah, I, there were Alien and Predator figures out there. Um, yeah, this is like the 90s style, because this was also Kenner. Kenner made these, those okay. 90s Alien toys weird man so weird and then yeah now it's like a it's a whole special industry for adult collectors and shit like they make figures yeah. of everything now yes you do <laughs> literally everything everything um so really the only other thing that i could find of uh star wars related interest this week um there's a interview with taika watiti in the Hollywood Reporter and uh, it just has the slightest mention of his Star Wars movie um, it mentions that he's been working on a Star Wars script for three years and he said I've got a really good idea for it it's just as with all films it's the middle part you're like what's going to happen and then you look at all of those films that are so great you're like well, I guess they can't meet some smuggler with an alien sidekick. Okay. Like basically saying like he's he's got a good idea but he's trying to flesh it out and, you know, doesn't want to is trying to come up. I take that line like the well, I guess they can't meet some smuggler with an alien sidekick as meaning like he wants to bring something different to it, right? Um We'll see. That Taika Waititi we'll see, movie might yeah. be the uh, the Knights of the Old Republic of uh, Star Wars movies, for all we know. Cool B. Cool B. We might never see that shit. Maybe. Um, I do think it could be fun, though. I think could oh, yeah. Fun. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and otherwise, there's not a lot going on, buddy. Not a whole lot going on in Star Wars this week. It's, I, I'm, Im- uh, imagining it's going to be somewhat fairly dead until, Ahsoka in August, right?
1: Right. Um, that makes sense.
0: Um, but you know, I'm hoping I'll be wrong. Um, but I guess we'll have to see, buddy. Yeah, I still need to check out Young Jedi Adventures. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, i think i would dig it at least for you know a quick watch you know what i started watching this week uh, and because okay, what? this is what i do uh now is um watch movies like their tv series i've been watching that movie air that ben fleck movie air with matt the damon ben uh-huh it's about um the dude who signed michael jordan to nike
1: Okay, that looked interesting. I think I saw a trailer for that, and I was like, oh, but that's good. Oh, yeah, It's pretty good so far.
0: That's pretty good. good. I'm digging it.
1: Have you seen Nope by Jordan Jordan Peele? No, I want to, though. Did you? I have started it. I haven't been able to finish it. Okay. Um, so I've gotten far? far enough into it that it's it's incredibly compelling. Um,
0: I just need the kids to stay away. For, you know, long enough <laughs> stay to away. Finish it. Let me finish the spooky movie. Yeah, um, right that dude man talk about like getting your foot in the door like right like right with like keeling key and peel and then Uh just going off and doing your own really fucking cool thing because i like
1: he had had his creative shotgun loaded
0: mm -hmm. i liked both of his previous movies i thought both of them were pretty good yeah absolutely um so i'm excited to see nope um what would you say, like, legitimately, without any spoilers, um, how scary do you find it? Or is it just... Like, it doesn't... I'm not saying, like, if you don't um, think it's scary, it's a bad thing. I'm just wondering.
1: It's more creepy mm-hmm. than scary. Okay. Um, But I don't know how it resolves. So, right now... I, I can't say that it's, mm. you know, th- I have I have a feeling there is a more horrifying scene coming. Oh, I'm sure. So, um, I guess I'm reserving judgment for how scary it is, ultimately. If we're going on a scale of 1 to 10, um, it is not as specifically terrifying. So, like, you know, it's 7-8. I gotcha. I gotcha.
0: Well, that's cool. There.
1: There is a scene that is disturbing. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, we, I, I, yeah, no okay.
0: spoilers. All yeah. right. Well, buddy, like I said, we recorded a little early this <coughs> week, so we don't really have any voicemails. So I guess that's going to do it for us. Thanks for um, recording a little day earlier with me. Dude, thank you for being patient. Let me get the kids to bed. Oh, man, that's no problem at all. So listen, guys, um, if you enjoy our theme song, be sure to check out the band that was kind enough to provide the music. They're Stoned Cobra, and you can find them on iTunes, Spotify, and at stonedcobra.bandcamp.com. Leave us a review if you haven't already. Check out me with our buddy Steve on the High Potion Podcast every Monday. Uh, It's a podcast about video games. And once again, if you're listening to this on the second when it releases or early on Patreon, make sure to come by twitch.tv slash blueharvestpod for our big Street Fighter VI release stream with special guests, very, very special guests that took a lot of wrangling to secure. So come hang out. Um, And uh, I mentioned Final Fantasy XVI earlier uh june 21st at 11 p.m central 12 a.m eastern 9 p.m pacific time i will be embarking on a 16 hour straight stream of final fantasy 16 to celebrate oh my final goodness. fantasy 16 so come hang out for that as well <sighs> i think that's all the back-end business that i had so We'll see you guys next week. Until then, this has been Blue Harvest. I'm Halls Burkhart.
1: And then we'll win.
0: May the force be with you. May the force be with all of you. May the force be with us.